Two KG Sports Minds have created a podcast to answer one very important question. What's the spread? Now here are your hosts, Brad Thomas and Miles Markowitz. Welcome in What's the Spread. Last weekend in October, the calendar now turns to November. The first college football playoff rankings are right around the corner. The anticipation's crazy, Miles. We have so many elite teams bundled up at the top. I feel like this is the year where there's so much parity that it's not Alabama and Clemson, but literally six, seven teams could win the, win the championship this it's year. It's like you said, I, I really uh, can't remember. And I think the, the first time they did the playoff was the last time I can remember where so many teams yeah. were positioned to you know make that playoff run going into November, which just means we have a lot of good games and a lot of good matchups uh, that are going to decide the participants. All right, so before we go into the games uh, this weekend, let's go ahead and recap last weekend. Uh, Michigan-Penn State. Penn State, nine-point favorites in the wideout game. You had Michigan. Great call there. It was looking ugly early really bad. Uh, for Michigan backers, but they actually end up playing really well. They lose the game 28-21, uh, but they cover nine. So that was a win for you, loss for me. Uh, Oregon-Washington, best game of the weekend. One of the best games of the year, Brad. Yep. Oregon wins 35-31. They cover two and a half, so that's a win for both of us. Uh, Baylor-Oklahoma State. Baylor coming out as three-and-a-half-point underdogs on the road. They prove they are the real deal. 45-27 victory. That's a loss for both of us. Uh, we, we took the Cowboys there. And then finally, Arizona State, Utah. Utah's defense uh, looking just as good as advertised. 21-3 win. They covered the 13-point spread. That was a win for you and a loss for me. All right, let's go ahead and go to the NFL. Uh, Vikings, Lions. Vikings, one-point favorite on the road. They win the game 42-30. Uh, so that was a loss for me. A win for you there, taking the Vikings. Uh, moving on, Ravens, Seahawks. Seahawks, three-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Very rare to see this. Ravens win the game 30-16. to It was a loss for both of us. It was very surprising. Not, I wouldn't say surprising, but Lamar Jackson just completely outplaying Russell oh Wilson. Oh, my God, yeah. Uh, who Wilson was the MVP favorite, really, yep. coming into the game. Uh, so Ravens are the real deal there. Uh, Texans, Colts. Colts, one-and-a-half-point favorites. You never really know what you're going to get with the Texans week in and week out. We took the Texans here on the road, but the Colts win the game 30-23. So that was a loss for both of us. And then let's finish strong. This was the easy one. Uh, Bears, three-and-a-half-point favorites at home against the Saints. The Saints... Never had a doubt in this game. No. They win 36-25. That was a win for both of us. Uh, the Bears have more problems than we even thought. All right, let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, college football. Number nine, Auburn. Number two, LSU. Another big game in the SEC. LSU, 10.5 point favorites. You know, initially when I was thinking about this game, I was like, man, we have a team who's only allowing 18 points per game in Auburn, and they're 7-1 against the spread in their last eight. But I just think that this 10.5 point spread is a good mark for a team that it's just dominating on offense, especially when you think about Auburn. They're going to have to rely heavily on the run. I do not think that Auburn will be able to keep it close all game. They'll keep it close to maybe the first two or three quarters. Um, so I'm going to take LSU minus 10.5. To your point, I think Auburn can, can keep this within a score for three, three and a half quarters. Yep. But at the end of the day, I, I also like LSU minus 10.5. I don't think that LSU will struggle until they play another offense that yeah, can keep up with absolutely. them. Bama. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I, Bama, I, I see, is the only offense left on their schedule that can keep up with them in a football game. I think they proved that against Florida, because Florida has an elite defense, yes. and they had no issues. Yep. Totally agree. All right, so let's go ahead and go over to Notre Dame-Michigan, who, which preseason was looking to be a great matchup. Uh, you know, it's still a top 25 game here. It's a pick -em. Brad, I will go ahead and start. I've been back and forth on this one. A lot of rumors about Jim Harbaugh, whether or not he's going to stay or go. Uh, Notre Dame's program seems to be more stable now, but Michigan at home, 
I'm going to take them here with the pick em. Notre Dame is 0-4 against the spread their last four trips to Ann Arbor. I still don't think that we've seen the best football from both of these teams. I think it's going to be a close game, but I'll take the Wolverines at home. You know, uh, after spending this entire week in uh, in Detroit, Michigan, in Ann Arbor, I got a sense that the fans have almost given up on Michigan. Um, and so me going back and forth on this game was, was, was a tough thing, but... Notre Dame, even though their defense is not as good as last year, they are a better team than last year, in my opinion. Um, I, I don't like siding with the public. 66% of the public are on Notre Dame. But I'm going to go ahead and take Notre Dame to uh, upset Michigan here. All right. Uh, what do we got next? Next, we have number 13, Wisconsin, at number three, Ohio State. Ohio State is a 14-point favorite. Whew. If Wisconsin didn't lose to Illinois, what do you think this line would have been? If they didn't lose to Illinois, it would probably have been like 10, 10 and a half. Yeah, I— I was thinking even lower than that, yeah. like, which is crazy to me. Um, Wisconsin, 14-5 against the spread. Their last 19 games on the road. This is a big spread, Brad. Huge. Ohio State minus 14. And here's, here's what I'll say about the game from a trend perspective. Ohio State is covered in six straight games. Yep. I don't know if I'm ever going to see Ohio State cover six games in a row again in my lifetime. Uh, it's it, crazy. It really has been an improbable run. And I'm telling you right now that the odds are going to tell you that they can't cover seven in a row, Correct. especially with such a large spread. So I think for the first time on this podcast, I think I'm going to go against Ohio State here, and I'm taking the points with the Badgers plus 14. Miles, I'm here with you as well. Uh, that last second field goal to loss to Illinois was – I think that was the opposite of what Ohio State fans wanted. I think if I'm Ohio State fan, I want them to beat Illinois, come in with their head held high, not with a chip on the shoulder. Now Wisconsin's a chip on the shoulder. I'll take the 14 points all day and every day. I mean, these are two elite defenses. You have Wisconsin only allowing four points per game and Ohio State only allowing eight points per game. Give me the points in this one. Please keep in mind when you're making your bet, I'll be there on Saturday. There is a 90% chance of rain. It's going to be cold, oh. windy, rainy and that type of weather benefits a team like wisconsin more so than ohio state don't get me wrong ohio state with a really strong defense but wisconsin uh just kind of has that style in their program i think it's going to be a dogfight. it's going to be a gritty game and i think it will be close uh they can keep it with that at least within 10 i still think the buckeyes come up with the victory but this is one of my locks of the week man i i I don't think that the buckeyes can win this game by more than 14 points it'll be very interesting to see them win by more than 14 that would make me a believer not more than a believer i'd be scared yeah i i think that that would be this that would be a statement yeah a big uh, statement statement win absolutely all right let's go ahead and round it out with texas and tcu number 15 texas a shocking game against kansas last weekend but they pull it out this too is a pick em. yes and wait didn't TC, tcu beat them last time they played and i just can't get behind tcu Half the season, they're playing dominant. And then when I put my money on TCU, they lose. I'm taking Texas here. I'm just going to go with the better quarterback play. I, I, both defenses are, are down this year. Texas doesn't historically have a great defense, but TCU is allowing a lot more points this year than they normally do. Give me Texas all day, every day. Yeah, Texas, don't overthink it, yeah. right? Uh, we got we still got Sam Ellinger, quarterback. Listen, I, I, I get the, the defensive struggles. Texas is decimated by injuries right now, yep. which was already not a deep, defense to begin with and yeah they uh you know let Kansas uh, play him in a shootout here but anytime you get Texas in the pick them uh like this against a you know a lowly Lesser Big 12 opponent, opponent. Yeah. I mean we we had Texas in the Big 12 championship game I, I'm not gonna go against my no. you know Texas is a top tier team here yeah I totally agree just because the spread is showing otherwise you know I I haven't seen anything from TCU even though they're at home I haven't seen anything from TCU to 
have confidence in putting my money on than there. So I uh, I I put this game on on the schedule here because I I'm confident that the Longhorns get the victory. It's almost it's kind of almost unfair that we get them as a pick'em. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and go over into the NFL. A uh, couple good games here. Let's start with the Panthers and the 49ers. The 49ers five and a half point favorites at home. They are the trendy pick here not just in this game but everyone's on the 49er bandwagon and deservedly so they've looked really impressive the Redskins made history last week by the way the only (laughs) team in history to cover the spread without scoring a single point the rain mud game but you hear it here first on what's the spread podcast I am taking the Carolina Panthers plus five and a half and giving them their first loss of the season I am a Kyle Kyle Allen believer he does Everything necessary not to lose the game. He doesn't put his body on the line, and he feeds Christian McCaffrey. Here's the thing. San Francisco's, as good as their defense has looked, and we've been saying this for weeks, uh, Jimmy G looks out of sorts. Yes. I mean, the offense really hasn't found their identity. I mean, they're they're a running team, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But they just, I mean, listen, I know the game was in the road last week, but nine points against the Redskins, I mean, I... I Terrible. I'm not confident in that. So I'm taking the Panthers here, plus five and a half. Uh, trendy upset pick there. Kyle Allen has been great. Yep. Nine touchdowns to zero interceptions. I think he's looked better than Garoppolo. Uh, he's better, really yeah. got control of this offense. I think McCaffrey is the most explosive player on the entire field. Uh, so give me Carolina here. The 49ers are 2-15 and 15 against the spread in their last 17 games as a favorite. You got to think they're due for a loss eventually because they haven't, even though they're undefeated, they haven't been as dominant no, you know, not. like the Patriots, yep. right? Uh, and the Panthers are one of those teams that can uh, that can really challenge them. Yeah, I really do like this matchup here. And, and it, there's great value in even taking the money line here, but you're getting five and a half points versus a team who failed to score a touchdown last week. I don't care how good that defense is. They're going to have trouble containing uh, Christian McCaffrey and the Carolina Panthers. Uh, next up, we have the Philadelphia Eagles at the Buffalo Bills. Believe that the Buffalo Bills have only lost one game. They're a one-point favorite in this. Miles, where are you going? So the Bills are one-point favorite at home here. You know, I, the Eagles looked like they never even got off the bus in Dallas on God, Sunday. 37-10. Terrible. But the thing in the NFL that, I, that I'm seeing, especially this year, is that it seems to reset every week. You know, yep. the, and, and that's why we see the one-point spread here for the Bills, because the Bills have been the more impressive team. I'm going with the Philadelphia Eagles to bounce back here in Buffalo. I don't think that the Bills are as good as their record indicates. Absolutely. Totally And I agree. think that the Eagles are due, with all the talent they have on this team, they're due for a breakout performance. I'm so glad you said that. Literally, my note says bounce back game. I have the Eagles as well. Bills haven't really played anybody. Well, okay, they haven't beaten anybody good. The only team they lost to was the Patriots, but they, I mean, they even struggled against the Dolphins. They're two and five against the spread in their last seven. Give me the Eagles in a bounce back victory. And with all the talent they have oh on that God. team, I mean, it, you, you got to think that they're going to find a way. And all, really, all they got to do is win the game here. Yeah. So I think that they find a way to win a close game on the road. All right, let's go ahead and go to Sunday night football. Uh, no Mahomes, but we do have Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Five-point favorites at Kansas City. Who you got? <laughs> this is, I think this is a spot where it, 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 there's going to be a lot of overthinking, but I'm taking the Packers. After that dominant performance versus the Raiders, 42 to, what was it, 24, Aaron Rodgers scoring six touchdowns. No Mahomes means my money is flying on the Packers. Yeah, I'm taking Packers minus five here. We are three for three uh, in the NFL. There's too many uncertainties yes. in that Chiefs offense. Not saying that Moore won't step in and do a, and a, a, a good job. And Eric Fisher's out as well, too. Yeah. They're, yeah, offensive tackle. Yeah. So, uh, you know, with the Chiefs really start starting to rely on LaShawn McCoy here to lead the way, it just doesn't spell no, victory yeah. for me. 
Uh, the Packers could be without Devontae Adams again, but Rodgers is showing you that it doesn't matter. Yep. Uh, he's in the zone with his receivers. He's, he, he's in the zone with this offense right now. You can you can finally see that him and LaFleur are, are getting that chemistry that was lacking in those first couple games, but it's really coming alive now, and I love to see it. And I've been really uncomfortable taking road favorites this year in the NFL, but this is a spot, where, a spot where I, you, I think the Packers are going to get it done. It, it, it's almost foolish not to take it. All right, let's go and end it with Monday Night Football. The Monday Night Football matchups have been terrible, and this one is no different. The Miami Dolphins and the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers are 14.5-point favorites. I'll go ahead and start here. I'm not going to put my money on the Dolphins here, plus 14.5. I actually think that with Mason Rudolph healthy and at quarterback, as good as the Steelers' defense has looked and as dominant as James Conner has been, I actually think that they can put together a streak here. And I think that, that Juju is also due to start putting up some numbers. So I'm going to go with the Steelers. I'm going to go on the opposite side. Uh, believe it or not, I'm taking all the road teams. I have the Miami Dolphins. I think Fitzpatrick does enough to keep them close in the game. I know they're allowing 36 points per game, and it's just different when you go from Rosen to Fitzpatrick. If Fitzpatrick, he has the ability to throw for four touchdowns or four interceptions. So you just got to pray that you get a Fitzpatrick who's out there slinging, wheeling, and dealing. Well, how about <laughs> them leading Buffalo for oh most of God. the game last weekend? Uh, and ended up covering the spread there. Yep. Monday Night Football has been uh, a lot of blowouts, um, but the Steelers are coming in here, uh, second in turnover margin, a plus seven. I will agree with you that the Dolphins are a different team yes, with Fitzpatrick. Absolutely. Uh, Rosen, just for whatever reason. He just doesn't have it. He's not really living up to it. Hard to get uh, you know, motivated and you know, with a team like the Dolphins right now. Um, but okay. Uh, that's the only game that we disagree on. So we are three out of four in the NFL. Cool. 75%. I think that's the uh, first time it's happened in a while. All right, let's, let's go ahead and move over to the dogs. Uh, Got to make a couple adjustments here. Let's look at the standings. I'm sitting up here with 39 points. Brad, you are sitting with 19 points. Uh, Catching up. After, after four <laughs> points last week. Uh, we both had Texas Tech over Iowa State, and they did hang in there for most of the game, but Iowa State ends up covering seven points, 34-24. Uh, I had Virginia Tech plus three and a half Good over North Carolina. 43-41. Just for the record, hate Hate, hate the new overtime rule. I think it's a joke. Uh, for those of you who don't know, once in college, once they get to a fifth overtime, they just start alternating two-point conversions. What are we doing? Backyard football? I don't understand it's it. stupid. Hate it. Uh, but Virginia Tech comes away with the victory there. And then I took Tulane plus four over Memphis. Memphis destroys Tulane, 47-14. to 14. Uh, Teams of the American really starting to separate themselves there. Uh, and then, as I said, you had Texas Tech, Iowa State. Uh, you also had Kansas State plus three and a half over TCU. They win the game 24-17, so that was three points for you. And you had Maryland plus six over Indiana. You get the point there for the cover. <laughs> Indiana wins 34-28. Uh, good game there. Uh, Loxley almost getting a victory for Maryland. But I'm telling you, the Hoosiers have been playing really good football this yeah, year. Yeah, they have. Outside of that Ohio State game. All right, <laughs> your picks. So I'm going to start off, oh, man, military money, but the opposite. So I'm going to go Ohio, Utah State plus three and a half at Air Force. Tulane plus three and a half at Navy. And then I'm going to finish it up with Miami plus five and a half at Pitt. All right. Uh, I'm going to give some love to the group of five here. I also like Utah State plus three and a half over Air Force. And that is a huge game in that division. Yes, it is. Uh, so a big one to watch there. Uh, I'm taking Eastern Michigan plus four over Toledo in the MAC. And I'll take Western Kentucky plus five over Marshall in Conference USA. I like that Toledo pick too, especially if Toledo's uh, quarterback sits out this game as well. Uh, Really like that. Guys, thank you so much for listening to What's the Spread. Please be sure to download our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or even Spotify.